Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. You're listening to the Qalam Podcast. Alhamdulillah, since last Ramadan, over 4 million people have benefited from, listened to, and downloaded the Qalam Podcast. Tens of thousands of people have benefited from and learned from the various classes, intensives, and seminars that Qalam provides. And inshallah, this Ramadan will be providing even more beneficial content, lectures, and programming for people all around the world, free of any cost or charge to them. In order for us to keep doing this work, we need your support, we need your help, we need you to be our partners in this Sadaqah Jariyah. Please go to supportqalam.com. That's support, Q-A-L-A-M, supportqalam.com, and provide your most generous support. Millions of people all around the world are insha'Allah, bi'idnillah, going to benefit from all of this work, and this will be your sadaqah jariyah for the eternal life of the hereafter. We really appreciate having you as part of the Qalam team and supporting us in this work, this mission, this cause. Jazakumullahu khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Inna alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu nasadi ala rasulil kareem amabad. Uh, the path to peace begins by you being a means of being, bringing peace into the world. And that means being a means of peace in spite of the evil and in spite of the ignorance that may, may be all around us. Uh, the Imam, he recited a beautiful passage from Surah Al-Furqan. In this passage, which I don't have time to go through the entire thing, but in this passage, verse 63 of Surah Furqan, it's a, it's a Meccan surah, and Meccan surahs are all about building that faith, teaching the core essentials of what it means to be a true servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so in this passage, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the qualities of every believer. And one of those qualities, The ibadur rahman are the ones who walk on this earth humble. And it's not about a physical way of walking, but it's about a mentality. It's about a mentality inside that they remember that Allah is in control at all times. Every step they take, they remember, I'm not the one in charge, Allah is in charge. وَإِبَادُ Rahman and the servants of Rahman are the ones who walk on the earth with humility. وَإِذَا خَاتَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا And when the ignorant people address them, when they give them drama, they respond with peace. They respond with peace. They respond in a way that, that brings peace and calmness to the situation. You know, uh, when we were students, you know, students of knowledge always got like Quranic jokes, you know what I mean? 
So like our classmates, whenever they wanted to say to you like you were being ignorant, they would just look at you and be like, Salamu Alaikum. <laughs> because you're being ignorant right now. So I'm just going to say Salam to you. And of course the reaction of that is you get even more angry. So scholars actually say it's not about saying peace. It's about saying the thing that is most likely to, to diffuse the situation and bring peace. Sometimes it's saying nothing. I'll share one incident from the life of Abu Bakr al-Siddiq in Mecca. The Prophet Sallallahu is sitting down. I've shared this many times. The Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is sitting down and Abu Bakr is right next to him. And somebody's got beef with Abu Bakr. Radiallahu ta'ala an. So this man walks over. He's in front of Abu Bakr and he's giving it to him. He's just telling him off. Whatever comes to his mind. And the Prophet ﷺ is sitting there, Abu Bakr is sitting there, and the Prophet is just looking and he's smiling. A smirk on his face as if he's aware of something, he's privy to something that no one else knows about. And Abu Bakr is holding and holding and holding until he just, that man went a little too far and Abu Bakr began to reply back to him. And when Abu Bakr began to reply, the Prophet's smile went away and the Prophet got up and he walked away. Now Abu Bakr has his priorities in line. He doesn't care about this fool in front of him. So he stops everything and goes and follows after the Prophet And he says, Ya Rasulullah, please break this whole scenario down to me. He says, explain to me what just happened. When, when he was telling me off, you were smiling. But the moment I spoke, your smile went away and you got up and left. What does that mean? What, is, what, what was going on? He said, he said, oh, Abu Bakr, you don't understand. There's a realm around us beyond what we see. And sometimes Allah lets me see that. He says, when you were quiet, there was an angel standing next to you, returning every curse, every swear, every ignorant thing he was saying. This angel was saying it on your behalf back to him. But the moment you opened your mouth, and that was my point here, qalu salama is sometimes just being silent. Sometimes just being silent. My wife's like, did you get the keys to the car? I'm like, did you? <laughs> Drama the whole drive to Qalam. <laughs> I just, I didn't have to say anything. Did you? That did you? Done. By the way, that didn't happen. Don't be walking up to her talking about <laughs> what happened to y'all. I heard you didn't get the keys. <laughs> the point is sometimes the way to bring peace is to say nothing. So the Prophet وسلم, he says, no, when you opened your mouth, shaitan came right at that moment. And the Prophet says, I can't be where shaitan is, so I left, I walked away. <coughs> the people of Ar-Rahman are those that when the ignorant people address them. And you know what's interesting? We all have ignorant moments. We all have ignorant moments. And when we're with people that we love, we're able to be like, okay, right now is where I need to be the peace agent. But I'm going to need you to be the peace agent tomorrow because I might be tripping tomorrow. So we all have ignorant moments. That's okay. What's important is that we surround ourselves with people that are able to defuse and bring us down and not stir up even more drama in those tough situations. So it's not black and white that you're either knowledgeable and you're ignorant. No, we all have those weak moments. And so when people around us who are good people, 
have these moments of ignorance. Just be a person of peace. So I'm gonna be real. Shake up the Nasser, he's like, yo, I need you to do a session tonight. I say, I got you, Shake, I got you. I was like, which verse you wanna do? It wasn't the one I just spoke about, by the way. But I heard the Imam right reciting this verse and he was just, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful in Tarawi, the ambiance, Jazakallah khair to Qalam for making it so like, mashallah. But you just imagine what the environment of Sahaba were with the Prophet Sallallahu reciting Quran. And just to think that these days are, we're getting closer to the end. It's like, I'm gonna miss this. So there was a verse that Sheikh Abdul Nasser asked me to share with y'all. So I'm gonna share that verse. The Imam is gonna read this today. It's at the end of the 19th juz. And Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala is talking about all of these nations that went against their prophets. The Qawmi Lut, the people of Noah, the people of Ad, the people of Thamud, all of these nations that went against their prophets, Allah is talking about what they did. And then right at the end of this juz, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala talks about فَنَجَّيْنَا أَهْلَهُ and then Allah says, we showered upon them a scourge of punishment. And now right after that, Allah says to the Prophet, قُلِ الْحَمْدُ Say, Alhamdulillah. It seems weird, right? Seems weird. Like right after this talk of punishment of people who were transgressing against God, Right after that, Allah says to the Prophet, قُلِ الْحَمْدُ What gives? What's up? You ever see oppression around the world against a certain group of people who aren't allowed to pray, who aren't allowed to do things just because of whatever the nationality they have or the religion they have, and you wish you could do something, and then Allah says, don't worry, I'm watching, I'm keeping tabs, and I'll tell you about what happened in the past, and it happened before, don't worry, I got your back. I don't know if you got it, but if you got it, you got it. Allah says, injustice doesn't go, doesn't get left. I'm keeping tabs. I got this. Say Alhamdulillah. Now one more thing. Whenever God tells you to do something in the Quran, do it. Allah says, Alhamdulillah. Y'all like, oh, he taught me? Alhamdulillah. The Quran is filled with questions where Allah wants you to respond. That's an interactive relationship with the book of Allah. Learn to hear those questions that are asked and respond to them. Here Allah says, قُلِ الْحَمْدُ And say, may peace be upon the, the prophets, the messengers. This is the peace, the peace. May peace be a, um, um, upon them all. Why should there be peace upon the prophets? Look at what we have through them. Look at our, our nights. Look at our days. Look how, how righteous we all pretending to be. <laughs> because of the teachings of these prophets. You're walking around hungry. You're praying at night. You don't understand how, how, how rare this is in the world. 
There's people spending the night whole another way. So say, Salaman ala ibadi ladi nastafa. Say, peace and blessings be upon the prophets of God. And here's another question. Allah says, what is better? Is Allah better or the other things that people worship besides God? What you live your life for, why are you hungry all day? Why are you standing at night? Because Allah is better than what everyone else lives for. It's all about making Allah your primary love. A God is what people live for. It could be green, it could be shiny, it could be, I guess, digital too now. A God is whatever you live for. And you're fasting, you're standing. That's proof that Allah is who you live for. May Allah allow us to cherish these special nights. May Allah allow us to cherish them. May Allah give us the feeling of how sacred and special they are. May Allah allow us to stay in these righteous gatherings. The scholars, they say, how do you know a good deed was accepted is that Allah gives you tawfiq to do it again. Yesterday was accepted. How do you know you're here today, Habibi? That's how you know it was accepted. He gives you the ability to do it again because he loves it. May Allah accept all of our righteous deeds. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.